Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. This is episode 86 of the Tech of Business podcast, and we are in the third episode in our six-part Thinkific series. Today, I have with me storyboard artist, Mr. Mo. He'll explain to you shortly when we get into the conversation why he goes by Mo. And I wanted to bring someone onto the podcast who was newer on the Thinkific platform. So Mo is going to share with you how he launched his first course on Thinkific, why the platform is the right platform for supporting him and his students, and how he has built this online revenue stream. I think it is a fabulous conversation. And just like our last conversation with Ariana, this is again a an artist. Um, Ariana is a bassist and Mo is a storyboard artist. They are both artistic and they have taken the skills that they use in real life, in their actual business that makes them money offline and converted it into something that creates a new revenue source for them online. After we finish this conversation with Mo, our next two episodes are with business-to-business Thinkific users. So if you have a business that offers a service to another business, Thinkific can be a great platform for you as well. Be sure to come back for those episodes. And before then, please enjoy this conversation with Mr. Mo. Mo, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast and the Thinkific series that we are hosting right now. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited to share a little bit about how you're using Thinkific, what you're using it for, and what um, how it's benefiting you, your business, and all of that. So why don't you give a brief introduction to who you are and what you're doing online? Yes, um, my real name is actually a very long one. It's Zhang um, Mo Yang, uh, which not many people can remember and pronounce. So I go by just Mo, which is my middle name. And the way I'm using Thinkific is obviously to share my um, storyboard class online. Mm-hmm. And it's a great platform because it really uh, takes away all the... Uh, coding and uh, technology out of the door. So you can focus 100% on creating content and adding value to to your students. So the experience has been amazing. Oh, and a little bit about me would be, um, I was born in Korea, grew up in Argentina, and now I'm living in Los Angeles. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and um, I've been working as a storyboard artist in the uh, entertainment business for 14 years now, 14 years. And as a storyboard artist specifically, so then, you know, when you are in this field for that long, you, you know, meet aspiring artists often that come to you and want to, you know, they have questions and they want some guidance and, you know, I'm more than happy to help them all, but my, my time is limited. You know, I only, I only have 24 hours a day, just like every, everybody else. So then, the best way I decided is to create an online course and 
the experience so far has been uh, phenomenal. That is so, so cool. So you basically took what people were asking you for on the street and in coffee shops and a place of work and translated it into something that you could sell online. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's great. And that makes it so tangible. It's It was so easy for you to be like, yeah, I need to, like, I want to be able to create this opportunity so that I can do that one-to-many um, teaching that you that you need because you like you said you don't have hundreds of thousands of hours that you can give to each individual person I'm curious to know um why you chose to share your knowledge in such a competitive industry be part of that you know uh rising tide lifts all boats and you know and just like for the industry rather than just kind of keeping things to yourself that's a great question I, I really believe on um, adding value and also uh, the whole fact of secrecy, mm, I think it's fading really quick because of the uh, information is so accessible. So then, um, and, and also storyboarding itself is, is, um, is a major and also department that not many artists know. So I wanted to get the word out and let you know, aspiring artists know that there is such an industry and, you know, we actually need good artists to come on board and, and help with the production. So then I think it's a win-win deal for everyone, uh, even for production studios, you know, they, they because the uh, demand for original content is growing so fast, mm-hmm. they will need more and more artists to be available. And, uh, you know, I, I cannot do all the storyboards work myself. <laughs> I need I need uh you know people and talented artists too and and I'm sure um, the entertainment business also needs them so overall I think it's a win win I don't so no I I, I I I love that I think that there that just kind of speaks to your integrity and it also speaks to how you are like a, a part of the production system and you're not just you know one person in there and I you know it's interesting to me that I mean you can then watch your students as they develop uh, their own storyboarding and their own craft of of this and you can be like yeah I think that this person really has it and then you know you're you're kind of like almost like a talent agent at some level I don't know if that's kind of how you see it or like how do you interact and inspire and um and kind of help your students beyond the classroom beyond the course fantastic question so once they sign up I do have a a private Facebook page where I'm always in touch with my students um, because I believe in, you know, keeping yourself accountable. So I I let my students know that I'm there watching them, Mm -hmm. although I'm not stacking them, you know, but I'm watching, (laughs) I'm watching their progress. And, um, you know, every once in a while I reach them uh, privately Mm -hmm. one-on-one, you know, ask them personal questions because, the beauty of, of teaching online um, is that you're able to connect with people that are the, on the other side of the world, right? Right. And, and it's been an amazing experience to see them grow and learn from you. So I want to make sure that 
um, they get their ROI because you know they're purchasing uh, the course, so they're putting their trust in me. So I want to make sure that they get their return mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and so that they can be like, okay, I was I was successful with this, and I'm ready for chapter two. I'm ready to to make this into my career, or I learned something new, and it's not for me, which is totally fine as well. I mean, there are yeah. definitely people who um, fall into that camp, and the most important thing that I think for course creators is to. provide an environment for their students to succeed it's not good enough to just put out fabulous content if you haven't created and fostered that environment for them to feel like they can truly get it master it and use it then you're not doing your full job as a course creator I I agree with you 100% yeah Um, you know teaching online really taught me to um to, to care for students in a much deeper, deeper level. I, I never imagined myself, because this is obviously my first um, online course and the interaction that I have my students and to see them grow, I, there's so much joy in there. So I really enjoy, enjoy what I'm doing at this point, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's fabulous. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm sitting here saying the most important thing is making sure that you're living up to your promise. You promised your students that they were going to learn this from your course. How do you help them make sure that they realize that they are getting that value? I mean, I know that you said you you touch base with them in your Facebook group um, and things like that. Do you send like um, acknowledgement emails or like if they finish a, a chapter or a module, do you have automation that says, hey, way to go, keep going? Do you have other kinds of ways to help them make sure that they get as much as possible out of that course? Sure. So this is where thinking fit comes in because they have you know really amazing automation systems for you. So you don't have to uh, uh, be hands on all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I think repetitive tasks is always great to automate, and um, and that's uh, what I use on you know the functions on Thinkific. Um, they get a weekly reminder of their progress, and and if you're not making progress, you know that's for them, that's a reminder for them to really keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Tinkific, for the uh, amazing <laughs> automations. Yeah, yeah. So that one that you're talking about is the built-in um, reminders that you can either turn on or turn off inside right. Tinkific. It's on by default. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Um, do you have any external email solution that you co- use to complement things, or do you just keep with as simple as possible using as much as possible from inside Thinkific? At this very moment, Everything is done uh, within Thinkific. If I do send them an email, it's just through Gmail um, okay. account. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I'm utilizing obviously um, Facebook to direct message them. Right. All the students that I have, I make sure that I become friends. So you know, they, I add them on my friend list and I I follow them up. And I, I like to keep it personal. I I think end of the day, obviously I'm creating an online course and I'm selling online, but I'm dealing with real people and uh, with humans. So. Um, relationship for me is is very important. I I love that. I think that that is one really great approach. Uh, you know, a, a really great approach to making this make sense for you and your students, and cultivating that 
knowledge and you know and and that that culture of you know what if we're all doing this we all can leverage each other we can learn new techniques I can learn from you just as much as you're learning from me and you know anytime that your students might have a question that may prompt a revision of a module or it may prompt a bonus um, video or different things like that. So having that really tangible connection with your students makes really, really great sense. I'm curious to know, since this is like your one online platform, how did people start finding your um, your course? And how did they, how um, are you actually getting it out there that this course is available? You know, this course got started, it was through a pre-sale, right? Okay. It was done through pre-sale. Um, actually, Rob um, and, uh, you know, the people at Tinkific suggested me to do a pre-sale, make sure that there's a demand. So I got the word out through my um, social media. Okay. I do have an Instagram account, and um, although it's not huge, I have about 12K followers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people that follow me, they follow me um, not because uh, my travels or anything like that, because I don't have anything of, of that nature. I only post uh, art-related uh, feeds. So people that follow me really follow me because either they like my works or they want to, uh, at one point, become storyboards. So I, I really uh, use the uh, social media that I have mm-hmm. to reach out to them and tell them about the course. And um and also, I do have a, a good friend in, in Taiwan, out of all places. I'm not Taiwanese, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Korean. And, um, you yeah, just like I was saying, you know, relationships for me are very important. And uh, this friend of mine, um, he was introduced to me through an online course, right? <laughs> Funny how life works. You, know, you just meet random people. And, and, and it, this, this guy happens to be a, a, a teacher in, in Taiwan. Okay. An, an art teacher. So he was the one that actually also promoted my course to his students. Okay. Uh, so a lot of the a lot of uh, students in Taiwan are actually taking my course. So if I, I guess this is a long answer to to your question, which means that it, the way I'm promoting is very organic. Uh, it's through my social media. It's through people that I know. Um, is through new people that I'm going to meet in the future. So, and also, um, I do also have an affiliate program. Okay. That, you know, people can uh, join mm-hmm. to be part of. And I, I do have a, like a, you know, criteria to be an affiliate. It, it's, I'm always like, I always like to work with um, either teachers or um, people that are in, in the uh, educational side. Yes. Right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, very organic. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's no, I, I think that, very, that very I think that that's fabulous. And I mean, it's organic and it's using, you know, an influencer market. You, you know that teachers and, you know, and art students and you know that that those are the types of people who would be most interested in this medium and so it doesn't make sense for you to go and necessarily buy paid you know be paid advertising to, um, to be able to hit 
men in their 40s who are sick of their nine to five. That doesn't make sense because they aren't the one who's passionate about art and getting it out there. So understanding how, you know, I mean, and I love the fact that you're using your personal Instagram. We'll definitely have that linked up in the show notes because um, anytime that there's fun um, Instagram feeds to to watch, it's, it's just, it's a really great way of doing it. And I think that that's the best way to make sure that you've got um, traction. I mean, the last thing I wanted to hear was for you to say, oh yeah, I had a couple of people ask me at the coffee shop if I could create a course for them. So I created it and it took six months for somebody to be interested. I love that you went the pre-sale approach. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What did you have to put out there in order to pre-sell it like what were you what was the what was the carrot that you were dangling in front of people saying this course is coming buy it now right um because i i do uh, storyboarding you know storyboarding usually is done for either movies or commercials and right. uh, video games and all this visual um for, uh, format so then what i did is i created a very short um intro video mm-hmm. of what I'm going to teach and you know, obviously who I am. And, um, and I had the link for the pre-sale, right? And that's the, uh, that's the approach that I use. I uploaded on, on Facebook. I uploaded on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I got people's interest. Um, and, and I guess that happened because, again, people that follow me already enjoy my artworks. And uh, it was a great way to uh, also to test the market and see if the demand is actually there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Did you have um, any thresholds as to or metrics that you were tracking to figure out? Yes, I'm going to go through and actually create the course. Was it the number of click throughs? Was it the number of purchasers? Was it you know what what kind of? How did you know after doing the pre sale that this was really truly viable? Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> Or, yeah. if you, or, you know, you could have been like, I'm going to pre-sell it, but as long as I get one person who buys it, I'm <laughs> creating it because I promised it and then we'll go from there. Like, I mean, it, you know, it could be that yeah. low a barrier. It doesn't, you know, that doesn't have to be anything too, too, you know, extravagant. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. Uh, so for me, um, obviously, if I, if I promise something, you know, I was going to deliver no matter what, right? So if I said I'm going to pre-sell, if even one student would sign up, then I will really pour my heart into it and make it happen. Yes. But, but reality, <laughs> you know, life is uh, life. So then uh, you have, you, have um, you know, bills that need to get paid and all these things. So then in, my, in the back of my head, I had a number that I, I needed to reach for me to dedicate my time for at least two months to create the course. So that, that was the, the, the matrix that I would, that I was using in the back of my head. But uh-huh. like I said, even if one student would sign up, I, I think I would have created it. Nice. But, yeah. it, but, but then it would have taken longer. Right. <laughs> right. I could not, you know, take, take uh, uh, two months off and, and create the course. So you actually took a couple months off to create the course or were you doing it in the evenings, weekends, spare moments, because uh, uh, storyboarding is actually a, a freelance job, unless you are working f- um, 
for a production company, mm-hmm. I was able to take take about mm, I'll say two months mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. I don't well off doesn't really yes justify it because you're a freelancer. So. Right, right, right. So you, uh, yeah. you took you took two months to freelance for yourself instead exactly, of freelancing exactly. for another I, company. Uh, that's that's a good way to put it. So then, um, yeah, I took two months off to really create a course and um, make sure that it was at the level that I was happy with. Nice, nice. And how long have you been um, selling your course now? So the the pre-sale finished and the entire course was finished, I believe, at the beginning of July. So, so I've been selling it for... Uh, one month now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're recording this in August, and it's going to be out in September. So by the time you guys are listening, it'll be under uh, Mo's belt for about two months. But that's oh, yeah. yeah, crazy. I I figured that you had been on the platform a lot longer, and you know, just because like when I look at what you've got on there, it looks so so professional. It looks like you are all in and that this is like this is top notch and I know that the gific makes the, some of those things easy but you also had to spend the time to make it right well thank you I'll take that compliment thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you you started selling it about a month ago or you finished the pre-sale and took and turned things live about a month ago mm-hmm. yeah and and you're getting I'll say about two weeks two weeks I think yeah <laughs> And you're getting I, good success. You know, when you're a freelancer, you just don't you, you, lo- you lose uh, track of time a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and yeah. how are your students receiving? Like, what are the what's the feedback that you're getting? Are they getting stumped on anything? Have you modified anything since you launched or any of that? I haven't modified anything, but you know, the students, some of the students are are still going through the modules. Mm-hmm. I know. I noticed that. Um, you know, everybody has a, their own life and people are busy nowadays. So I understand for some uh, students to take longer. So I, I respect that. And I, I, some students have already finished. And the last homework is actually uh, creating a portfolio, a storyboard portfolio. And, and that homework, you know, I gave them uh, a realistic deadline. I told them, hey, you, you guys can take about a month. That's okay to finish mm-hmm. the last homework. So, you know, I have students that are, you know, really putting the time and effort to uh, create their own portfolio. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And when those portfolios are finished and when they have officially wrapped up the course, what are they poised to do next after they've got this bo- this course and this portfolio under their belt? Where are they going to go? Are they going to come back to you or for something more? Are they going to be able to submit for freelance jobs? Like where, what's next for them and how are you helping them see that vision? The way I'm doing it is um, whenever they finish with the portfolio, they can send, send it to me directly. Mm-hmm. So I will go over the portfolio, um, review it with them. And um, I tell them, I told them in advance that I'll be, I have to be critical at, at some of the um, illustrations. So don't take it, don't take anything personal. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and that's the nature of the business. If you want to become a professional artist, um, you really have to learn to not take anything personal. Whatever the directors or producers are, are saying, 
is um, very uh, is is towards the illustration. It's not towards you. So, right. Um, I, I think that's uh, the the first homework for them to to pass to send send me their portfolio, and I'll give them a direct feedback, and we keep on improving it until it reaches a point that I'm happy, they're happy, and uh, once we have reached that point, um, I I give them a couple lists email list where they can send their works for consideration. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, like you, that your course and the way that you're handholding your students through it is really helping them. It's like, it's a career launch. It really, truly has that much power. I think that that's phenomenal. And it's really the power of an online course. You know, we didn't spend a whole lot of time digging into the nitty gritty of Thinkific because that's not the point of this conversation. But I'd love to know what your favorite part of the Thinkific platform has been as you've been putting this course together. For me, it, it was how easy it is to create a module mm-hmm. and how easy it is to rearrange things around. And the fact that you can choose either to go video or to go uh, text or both or PDF and all these slideshows that you can do. I mean, there's so many different options that you can do. Uh, it's really your your imagination is a limit the way uh, how easy um, the module creation has been set up. So that has been goal to me. Nice, nice. I love that. We will definitely have a link to your Thinkific site um, and in the show notes. And if anybody is interested, it looks like there are a few uh, preview uh, units uh, in the first module where people can actually go through and see kind of what you have created, Mo, um, inside those modules. Um, and so that, you know, that there can be a little bit of a more than just like the cursory, okay, this is what's on the sales page type of view of how Mo is actually using Thinkific. Um, Mo, I cannot wait to get feedback on this podcast episode from the Tech of Business listeners and for them to be able to connect with you and to learn more about storyboarding if they're interested. And um, I just want to make sure that we are rounding things out really, really well. And one of the ways that I like to do that is to end every episode with what I call a curveball question. Something that kind of... <laughs> something that kind of comes up from in my mind from the conversation that is um, tangential to what we've been talking about. And Mo, what I'd love for you to answer is if Thinkific wasn't there or if online course creation software did not exist, what would you have done to be able to communicate your philosophy and how to become a storyboard artist to uh, out to the world. What, how else would you have thought about creating if you couldn't actually create a course that was delivered online? Wow, I don't want to imagine that world. <laughs> <laughs> a world without internet technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I would have uh, created a a small online, not online, <laughs> small class, small storyboard class locally, right? Where people uh-huh. can join in. But then I'm getting depressed as I'm saying this because it's so limited, right? The, <laughs> yeah. The scale that you can grow into. So, yeah, I, I just love um, 
technology, you know, there's pros and cons on anything, but I like to see the brighter side of everything. So I love the, um, the power that technology gave us, especially online, uh, especially internet. And, you mm-hmm. know, the fact that now we can create online courses and share what we know, share, share our knowledge, um, not locally, but worldwide. I mean, that's, that's a blessing. And I, I think more and more people should really consider if they do have something to share, to go, you know, to be bold, um, <laughs> take the courage and use, use Thinkific to share the message around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. There are no wrong answers when it comes to the curveball question. It just kind of is what comes up on my in my mind. And I was wondering if you were going to say that you were going, you would have created workshops and you would have sold books, or like I didn't know what you were going to say, but I love the fact that you're like, no, this is what I really truly wanted to do was to take this knowledge and put it out there for the world. That is beautiful. So if people do want to learn more about you, learn more about your course, follow you on Instagram, all of that stuff. Can you share some of uh, your your links where people can find you online? Of course, we'll have them in the show notes as well, but I love having them from your voice. Sure. They can go to www.imrmo.com. And I'm also very active on Instagram, which is im.mr.mo. Perfect. Perfect. We will, again, have those in the show notes. And Mo, thank you so much for being part of this Thinkific series on the Tech of Business podcast. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Now, that was such a fun conversation, not just because I got to bring someone else on to rave about Thinkific, but because it shows the power of online learning. And when you have a message to get out, you can do it, whether you have an audience of one, an audience of a thousand, or you've got a much larger organic audience. Even if you've never sold anything online before, you can see the power of the organic reach that Mo had, both with the instructor over in Asia, as well as his Instagram following. So I encourage you, if you have a course in you, take the first step. Think about how you're going to translate your idea into an actual course. I would love to strategize that with you. That is one of my favorite, favorite things to do is a tech strategy. So if you want to go over to the website, techofbusiness.com forward slash work with me, you'll see right there that you can sign up for a tech strategy session. That is the best way to get started getting those ideas out of your head and storyboarded in a different way. But regardless, getting them out of your head and starting to create that online course. If you have any questions whatsoever about this episode, about the series as a whole, hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Tech of Business, and I'll be back in just a couple of days with episode four in this Thinkific series. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.